Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. What did you think about those verses in the previous episode that we read and we closed with? Let's go back and look at these again. This is something, uh, it's just interesting, I think, just sort of wild, actually. So this is Matthew chapter 27, verse 50. It says this, And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And so, as I said previously, uh, nobody took Jesus' spirit away from him. He yielded it up. He offered himself up, okay, as the perfect sinless sacrifice. So Jesus did this. When that happened, verse 51, and behold, okay, so apparently it was at the moment when he died. We we get some other uh, insight into this in the other Gospels. We'll look at that in, in next episodes or so. But apparently it was when Jesus died that this happened. The veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. So now there's no more separation between God and the common man, okay? Between uh, the priest and all this kind of stuff. The veil is torn in two. And uh, the New Testament actually gives us even more insight into that in the, how uh, it describes Jesus' flesh as being the veil of his flesh and how the veil of his flesh was torn. And the idea being that we would be those of us who will believe will be reconciled unto the Father because of this torn flesh. So the tearing of the veil is a picture of the tearing of Jesus. It's the tearing also of the law. No longer is the law separating us between us and the Most High God. So then the earth shook and rocks were split. So there's a great earthquake. We're about to see a little more about this in just a moment. It scared the soldiers. A great earthquake. That would have shook the temple. That would have shook where the veil was. And the rocks were split. (laughs) And it didn't say like rocks. It says the rocks. It has an article there. Like the rocks is a particular rock. I think the idea being that all over the land that rocks were being split. I mean, that's a major earthquake for a rock to be split. You know, rocks will be moved, they'll be jostled, they'll be moved up and down, but split. But then, verses 52 and 53 that we closed with previously, the tombs were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs, after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. That is just, to me, that's just amazing. So what happened here? Just look at the facts here. Mm-hmm. Tombs were open. It says the tombs were open. Well, which tombs are these? Are these all the tombs that were anywhere within the region? And how far out did that go? We don't know. It says the tombs. I assume it's the tombs that the Most High God wanted opened. Okay? And so as the earth is shaken, as rocks are being split, Tombs are being opened. What happens next? And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Now, when were they raised? They weren't raised right at this moment because the next verse tells us that after his resurrection. So Jesus is going to be resurrected in three days and three nights after he's, after he's died, after he's dead. Okay? 
And so he's the first fruit of the resurrection from the dead. When he is resurrected, these bodies of saints right here are also resurrected. So uh, uh, Matthew, is when he's writing this account, he's looking a little bit into the future from within the time frame of the story right here. He said, the tombs were open and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. It wouldn't surprise me if the tombs were actually open during the earthquake and all that kind of stuff, okay? And then three days and three nights later that the bodies of the saints came out. Regardless, can you imagine? <laughs> it says many of the saints who had fallen asleep. So uh, these are the holy ones. These are the believers under the new co uh, old covenant. They had died. They believed the Messiah yet to come. They've fallen asleep. A believer is always described as falling asleep, never as dead. Hey, the body's just asleep for a while. The spirit is with the Most High God. But now they are raised and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. I'm just always amazed by this. Okay, I'm amazed by this. Uh, who, who are these saints? We don't know. Was it all of them? No, because it says many bodies of the saints. It doesn't say that everybody who had believed prior to this time was resurrected and went into the city of Jerusalem. No. It just says that many of them were raised. <clears throat> so there are tombs that were open, maybe the tombs, maybe certain tombs, maybe all the tombs within the region. We simply don't know. But many bodies of the saints after Jesus was resurrected, they were raised also. And then what did they do? They entered the holy city, Jerusalem, and appeared to many. Think on that for a moment. Uh, I mean, they would appear and they would have said, hey, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> you know, from generations before, how far back? We don't know. We just know that there are many of the saints. And if they would have appeared to people... What kind of proclamation would that have made about the power of the Most High God? And again, the very fact of what we talked about with uh, uh, the transfiguration, when Jesus was transfigured, we see this mark, and we see in all the Gospels, that those three disciples knew beyond any shadow of a doubt now that there's life after death because they saw Moses. They saw Elijah. Here, the people saw these that were resurrected from the dead. What kind of impact did it have? Listen to the next verse, 54. Now the centurion and those who were with him, keeping guard over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, became very frightened and said, Truly, this is the Son of God. And one translation says this was the Son of God. Another one would say it's a, a Son of God. They declared that it's the Son of God when they saw the earthquake and everything that was happening. Last two verses for today. Many women were there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee while ministering to him. Among them was Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. So we see that these women are standing sort of far away. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is at the foot of the cross with John, right? <clears throat> but you notice something here. These were the ones that followed Jesus from Galilee. They'd come from Galilee with Jesus as he was making his way to Jerusalem while ministering to him. 
ministering to him. It was the women that took care of Jesus. They were the ones that would have done the things that were just daily occurrences of life, daily needs of life. Uh, based with other things that we see in the scripture, uh, Jesus received most of, if not all, of his financial help. And the things that were needed day by day like that for the disciples and all them came through the women. Hmm, nothing much has changed, has it? <laughs> well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.